Welcome to the Develop Yourself podcast, where we teach you everything you need to land your first job as a software developer by learning to develop yourself, your skills, your network, and more. I'm Brian, your host. You ever get that little voice in the back of your head telling you that maybe you're not good enough? I got this voice in my head a lot when I was learning to code. In fact, there's a term for it, imposter syndrome, which you're probably familiar with by now. It affects a lot of us. Let me tell you, I've actually spoken with 500 developers over the last year and a half, and it is rampant. It is honestly a little bit concerning how all of us feel a little bit inadequate. But I don't want to just tell you some fluffy advice that, oh, yeah, it's all in your head and it'll just go away. It'll just go away. Not quite true. At least that's not how it worked for me. So I'm going to break down how I deal with imposter syndrome as an engineering manager at this stage in my career. I've learned to kind of live with it, use it as a catalyst for learning, and why I think that you should be chasing imposter syndrome rather than trying to avoid it throughout your career. So about 10 years ago, I transitioned careers to become a software developer. I have a whole backstory that's very salacious and full of crime and all sorts of other juicy details you can listen to in a previous podcast. Go check it out if you want to, but I won't get into that here. Anyway, became a software developer. Since then, I've worked at, you know, four companies, multiple other contracts, started a couple businesses. I've written code for lots of different organizations for money, which has been really fun. I really enjoy it. I also own Parsity, a coding bootcamp. Check it out. So at each stage of this career, I've had this voice in the back of my head and was questioning, am I really qualified to be here? Was this luck? Is this to fill some sort of diversity quota? Did they make a big mistake by hiring me? Are they just going to get, am I just going to get caught and just found out? And honestly, I did get kind of quote unquote found out at, a, at one very small startup. And I got, you know, told that, hey, you're not performing super well. And uh, I took that advice and actually was a pivotal moment in my career. And it helped me become much better as a software developer and fill in some of the gaps that I had been missing from self-teaching and going to a couple boot camps. So it was a great moment. It helped me ultimately get promoted at the next place where I was. But anyway, there are dozens of articles and books about imposter syndrome, and they mostly kind of start off with this presumption that you're not, in fact, an imposter. And I would argue that you have to be an imposter at some point. If you want to be knowledgeable about something, then at some point you're going to have to get comfortable being a fool because that is the way that you learn by being curious, exposing your ignorance, and finally learning those things which you don't yet know because that's how you learn. You don't know everything yet because how could you? There's too much. So making this transition into software developer at a little bit of a later stage than most people, I was, you know, in my 30s at this point, had a couple kids. It brought a lot of anxiety. I left a stable job that I had just got at a community college. People said, you're crazy. There's like a pension here. You know, there's a career here and you're going to throw it away to go to some place that has zero stability. And I'm like, well, yeah, let me try it out. Um, and then I was working with people in their mid twenties and they already had more experience than me, even, even though they were much younger. So I felt doubly insecure by seeing, oh, wow, my coworkers are much younger and also smarter than me. And here I am starting my career over again, you know, at a later stage in my life. And so I learned to code, right, by the time I got the first job. But I had no clue about the logistics and culture around software development, things like version control with Git and GitHub, agile, peer reviews, time estimates. I was also learning a lot about just writing code at this stage still. By the way, at Parsity, we take time to make sure that you know a lot of this stuff before you get on the job. But no matter how much we prepare you, 
you've still got to learn a lot on the job. My job, honestly, through Parsity is to get you barely hireable. And at this stage, when I got this job, I was probably less hireable. In fact, I know I was. I was less hireable than 100% of Parsity grads. Pretty wild. Now, I know this was 10 years ago, but I was seriously lacking some fundamental skills. And yet here I was sitting with a group of developers, getting paid as a developer and writing code like a developer. I really didn't feel like one though. In retrospect, I don't know if I truly was at this stage. I was sort of faking it. And I think that's okay. At some point in your career, whether you're transitioning into a new role or you're starting over again in a new industry, you're going to feel unqualified because you still have a lot to learn. If you waited till you're actually ready to take the next stage, you probably would just be waiting for a long time. There's no magical like aha moment where I transitioned into like engineering manager or senior software engineer or mid-level software engineer where I'm like, ah, I solved this bug and did this exact thing. And now I'm in this position. There is no moment like that. It just kind of happens. You get thrust into the position, you get the title. And next thing you know, you kind of have to earn the title as you're going. So at this beginning stage, we have to essentially get promoted based on our potential. So when you're hired, you're not hired because, oh, wow, you're an amazing software engineer as a junior that just graduated a boot camp. It's like you're being hired based on potential, uh, culture fit, and the needs of the company and probably a lot of other factors. But it's not like you're going to be making a big contribution at this point. So there's going to be this voice of doubt telling you you don't deserve this role or promotion or title. And it's not helpful, right? I mean, you could just give up. That's one way you could solve it. And you say, hey, you know what? I'm just never going to do anything in my life. I'm going to forget all forward progress. I'm going to stay in the same place until I am absolutely ready. And please tell me how that works out for you. Unfortunately, I've seen too many of you doing this where you're waiting for this moment. I'm going to learn this programming language or I'm going to go to this program. And once I get this stage and pass this exact test, now I'm going to go out in the market and let the market tell me that I'm ready. You have to do things way before you're ready. That's actually a big push we're doing at Parsing now, getting people to begin applying way before they graduate. Because first of all, it takes a while to get hired. Second of all, the game of getting hired is a whole different game than learning to code. So it's important you start early on. Um, but anyway, the benefit of this imposter syndrome that you feel is that it can actually provide a catalyst to truly becoming the thing that you feel like you're faking. So maybe you got hired as a junior, or maybe you made senior engineer at your company and you don't feel at all ready. This happens all the time, by the way, when you get promoted to senior engineer. I felt this. I've talked with coworkers and other people online that have felt this. You're thinking, well, well, now what? Like, what do I do now? In your mind, you have this idea of what a senior engineer does or what a junior engineer does or somebody at Google does. And then you start thinking, what are the traits and the skills of these people that you respect? I want you to write those things down and then actually make a plan to acquire and internalize them. That is how I beat imposter syndrome, and that is a practical way that I think you can as well. I'm a little neurotic, if it wasn't clear. I've suffered through some debilitating imposter syndrome during the first few years as a software engineer, and that anxiety really hurt me at a small startup where I was working. I just kind of shut down, honestly. I just couldn't take it. My work suffered. I was like too afraid to participate in discussions and... It just came to a head when I got called out. And it was just one of the worst career experiences of my life. One of the most stressful periods I've ever had. I was working with people much, much smarter than me, much more accomplished. And they actually were, were completely polite and helpful. But it was all in my head. I got so far in my head that I just completely shut down and didn't make the kind of progress that I should have. 
I vowed to never let this happen again. And one of the ways that I decided to combat this feeling of doubt at the next company was to keep a log of all my accomplishments. Week by week, month by month, a yearly summary, I would look at all the things that I was doing right. Looking back at these small wins on days where I felt really down or like my imposter syndrome was creeping up, it gave me some hard proof that I was adding value, making good progress, and also I kept a thing, a list of things that I wanted to learn in order to get to the next level. So I would look at the people on my team that were uh, ahead of me or that I respected and thought, they know more than me. They're in a position I want to be in. What do they have that I'm missing? How can I get that? I need to write that down. And even when I was learning to code, I would write all sorts of stuff down. A smarter person told me one day, said, you know what? You know how I can tell who's going to be a really good developer? And I'm like, yeah, tell me, tell me. He's like, they have a notebook. And I don't know why that stuck with me through like throughout my life. So for 10 years now, I've been carrying around a notebook, writing in it. And it's one of the best things I've ever done, um, not only to help organize my thoughts, but it helped me get some proof that I'm actually progressing because now I can look back at the janky code I was writing or the dumb questions I had, you know, 10 years ago and look at, oh, wow, look at that. You know, I actually am doing okay. But keeping a brag document, like a log of all the things you're doing right, super, super helpful. Then on those days you're feeling super down and out, you go look at it and say, hey, you know what? I'm not doing so bad. So I think you're probably smart or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast because only good looking people that are super smart are listening to this podcast. And if you're smart, it makes it a little harder to lie to yourself. So if you've recently been promoted, it's not just enough to combat those feelings of inadequacy with empty self-praise, like looking in the mirror and saying, you got this, you can do it. Uh, maybe that works. I don't know. You tell me. But if you're learning to code, you got promoted, you're doing something new that's requiring a different version of you. It's not enough to just do these like affirmations or pray on it or anything. Sometimes you need to do a, some cold, hard, practical stuff to tell yourself that you are where you're supposed to be. So use that imposter syndrome as a starting point to think about really where you want to be. How do you feel like you belong? Taming that doubting voice with facts and accomplishments. You got to acquire what you admire and others in the same position. And remember that we all begin as imposters in some form. And the louder our actions speak to the contrary, the quieter that voice will become. Now, I hope that was helpful for you. And if the next goal in your life is to learn to code, join me at Parsity.io. And if you're not quite ready, join us at dev30.xyz, where we teach you JavaScript, the fundamentals, and get a massive discount to the coding bootcamp. And hopefully, your imposter syndrome is less debilitating than mine. But just know that it is a fact. And that is the reality of doing cool new stuff. So hopefully that was helpful for you and I'll see you around. That'll do it for today's episode of the Develop Yourself podcast. To learn more about becoming a software engineer with us, then check out Parsity.io. If you're not quite ready for that, then jump into our dev30.xyz program, which is 30 days of working on your mindset, habits, and JavaScript skills. Totally worth it. See you next week.